Well, hello, hello, and welcome to yet another exciting episode of Skeptics and Seekers. I'm your host, David the Skeptic, and I'm joined by my good friend, Sarah of the Alps. Sarah, how are you doing? Oh, I thought I'd try, turn up as the British cowgirl if you're going to turn up as, to the fight as a pirate, so is, there okay. you go. Is that real? <laughs> is that a real hat? Yeah, yeah that's a real glasses? hat. Okay. It's a right. proper just, real hat. It's not an, it's not an effect. For I sure. can't tell. <laughs> so, uh, I was like, this nice. is fancy dress. We're going to do it this way. Absolutely. I like it. This is um, a proper American hat bought for $9 in a store in America. In Utah. As it should be. As it should totally. be. If you're spending didn't more even, than that on a hat, you're overspending. Didn't even last the plane ride home. Cheapest. Actually, crap. you probably, probably should have spent it's probably some Chinese rubbish. <laughs> probably some Chinese rubbish anyway. I like the Chinese rubbish. In fact, I'm pretty sure that everything surrounding my, me right now uh, was made in China. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Uh, Chinese some... beer, cheers. Second one since I've been talking to you. So that's how bad this is going to get. <laughs> you need to have one of a few of these. I know you don't drink, but this will do you good. No, good. I don't think so. Sing Tao. <laughs> I don't think so. Can you, uh, can you please send me some Sing Tao people? That's really nice. You've seen me stone cold sober make a fool oh, of yeah. myself how how much worse do you want it to get <laughs> no no it is uh, what the people want it's what the no, people want they do not want that the people do not want that they did they do not want to see me laugh and scream and cry and sleep they do not want to see that they only think they want to see it it's a very sad thing um I mean, if There's, you can get that Dr. Pepper down you, that, that aberration of a chemical cocktail, you could definitely deal with this Chinese beer. It's delicious. It's, it's, I've, I've actually been drinking diet drinks long enough now, uh, less than a year, uh, actually just a few months, but it's been long enough so that I actually like them now. It's, I've get that aspartan. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I Look, I... So here's the thing. Um, let me see if I can show this. You see that? Have you been vaccinated? No, actually, I have been vaccinated. That is a continuous glucose meter because uh. I am diabetic and I take insulin, although I don't have to take insulin. You see, I have the good diabetes, not the bad diabetes. However, my doctor, I kind of talked her into uh, prescribing me insulin so that I could take it when I felt like I needed it. Mm -hmm. And so because I have insulin, I am qualified insurance wise to get a continuous glucose meter the insurance company pays for it. And so I always know what my glucose is. I don't have to use any finger sticks. So I wasn't entirely sure how much of a difference that would make in my life. It changed my life knowing what my glucose was all the time without mm -hmm. ever having to do any finger pricks i had stopped checking it all together i mean that's how annoyed i was with the old way and now i just know it it's just a part of my ambient knowledge and i can see exactly what happens when i put sugar in my coffee just as an example yeah Versus does it does it relay it to coffee. the does it relay it to the Neuralink uh, Elon fitted you with then? It's not an Elon Neuralink. It's made in oh. China. Oh, okay. Um, AliExpress. But, <laughs> right. For sure. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it's just amazing because your, your behavior is directly connected to data. And you, you don't have any excuse anymore. Because you can, see, you can see what's happening and you can modify it. And I have modified my behavior in ways that I didn't think was possible so that um, my average, average blood sugar these days is like 116 to 120, something like that, as opposed to 200. Okay. And that I've made good. that change in less than 90 days just by wearing this thing and knowing what my glucose is at all times. So um, anyone who is diabetic, type two diabetes, that's the good diabetes. Um, that's the one that won't kill you right away. 
That's the one where you don't need insulin for. Uh, if you could just talk your doctor, if you're in America, if you could talk your doctor into prescribing you a little bit of insulin, you could get the insurance company to pay for a continuous glucose meter. <laughs> and uh, you would be amazed at how much good uh, it will do. I don't think that you can do it if you're not on insulin. So uh, that said, um, what did I, what is Praise be. Praise <laughs> be. Welcome to Skeptics and Seekers. How did, how is it that we are this far off topic? <laughs> <laughs> um, are we both afraid of this topic? Uh, would we, we rather are. talk about um, good diabetes versus bad diabetes? Um, Worship. Worship. So uh, what do you know about Atlantic City? Uh, never there. mind. We're, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Broadwalk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You like it? Yeah, it was good. My wife yeah. and I just came back from Atlantic City. Um, nice. We uh, we went to Atlantic City for a few days, and uh, we we left the dog and cat in the house. I didn't want to pay for a sitter, mm. and I couldn't get the dog to Atlantic City, even though there is at least one pet friendly hotel there. So we just said, "Yeah, you know what? Fill up the food bowl, fill up the water bowl. We'll mop the floor when we get home. Just leave him." Um, <laughs> So we did, and uh, when I walked back in the house, um, uh -uh. I, op I opened the door. I heard no noise. There's usually noise mm -hmm. on the other side of the door. Okay, there's no noise. He was right there on the floor next to the door. He was not on any of his mini beds or towels that, that are on the floor. He was just on the hardwood floor by the door. I suspect he had been there for at least 24 hours. I prodded him with my foot. He would not move. I prodded him much harder with my foot. He did not move. My wife started to cry and I turned uh -oh. my uh, back and I was going to get a shoe box. And then she said, oh, wait, he's alive. <laughs> he has <laughs> risen. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he, oh. he woke up and realized, oh, hey, you're home. Um, so uh, he actually didn't didn't uh, turn the house into a toilet at all. He didn't eat much. He was just waiting for me to come back. Yeah, um, he was worshiping. He was worshiping. He, was, he sure. was actually worshiping. He almost killed himself doing it. Um, but uh, yeah, that's, good worship. That's uh, <laughs> that's good worship. Uh, you can't you can't expect more than that. You didn't compel it. He did it voluntarily. I didn't feel good about it. <laughs> I I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> Um, so you have heard some of this series, I take it. Uh, have. who all have you heard? Uh, at speed, because I listened at about 1.4 times speed, so I could get through it because it's uh, Brian's one just dropped in. Uh, I heard Matthews, and that's it. It's oh, and Andrews. So you've heard uh, them all. a few days. I think I've heard them all, yeah. I see. So well, I'm not going to say anything particularly new, but um. I think I skim read some of the blog, but um, you skim read some of the blog. I just know there's there's no equivocation, equivocating allowed, but I'm going to have to do a bit of that. What one just of these too, to too long didn't read kind of things? Why do I write yeah. these blogs? No. Uh, I did the write. I read it. Yeah, mm. I write these blogs for me. <laughs> I don't actually care if anybody <laughs> reads them. <laughs> so, I normally do, but I've just been a bit busy with yeah. with work. No, it's uh, it's it's honestly the case. I don't actually care if anyone reads the blogs. I write them for my own benefit, uh, my own catharsis. Uh, the blogs help me think through issues, uh, and so that's kind of how I how I use it. Uh, but once again, I just wanted to see how much of this you have taken in so that if I make a reference to something, I'll know, uh, you know, what you might be familiar with and, and what you might not. So before I get to the ultimate question, um, what have you thought about uh, the other answers that uh, the others have been giving me? Do you find yourself in agreement with them, disagreement with them? Um, uh, what do you, where, where are you? with regard to their answers? I can see all, all their points of view, really. I mean, it just, it all depends. It all hinges on definitions at the end of the day. That's what I think is, the, that's why it is, we have to define some of the terms. Um, I think most of them captured 
captured what the word worship means. I think it's one of those words like faith where it, it morphs a little bit depending on who's talking about it and who's uh, and how it in the conversation it might change. So people were saying, you know, it's reverence and um, adoration and praise and thanksgiving. I looked up a few other definitions as well just to see what, what it might mean. And somebody said it's putting right priority on God or whatever your aspect of worship. And I thought, ah, yeah, that's quite a good way of putting it. It's reminding you of the hierarchy of things where you sit in the hierarchy. Um, and, uh, you know, and just reminding yourself that who's in charge. So I think worship okay, was I a think lot, that lot to I do think with that. I think that definition is rubbish. Uh, it's rubbish <gasps> and it, yeah. it is, it's terrible. And it's the kind of thing that Christians say, and I won't let them get away with it anymore. Uh, because if worship is putting right relationship, you know, putting um, right worth and relationship uh, to God, then it's also putting right relationship to me. The um, right priority, where he stands in the priority of things, reminding yourself right. that he's the so, big guy and you're the wretched, horrid, vile, right? But then that's not that's not sinner. merely that's not merely ascribing worth to something, because uh, people ascribe worth to me too. Um, now they may, they may not think I'm worth much, but they all think that they ascribe the proper amount of worth to me, if you see what I mean. And people ascribe worth to you, uh, as they think your worth is. No one would say that they worship me or you simply because they ascribe, ascribe worth to us. And so to say that they ascribe worth to God and that that is what they mean by worship, I, th I think that's BS. I think that's a way of equivocating uh, because that's not really what they mean. Uh, I also ascribe worth to their God. Guess what? It's not very high. D does that mean I'm worshiping him too? No. So ascribing worth is does not really cover what they mean when they talk about not worship. just worth but priorities where the god lies in your priority well if you're number one priority in life and all that matters is you and yourself and you're completely selfish you are worshiping yourself in that respect you are putting yourself first you are number one priority for everything you're the top dog um and well, that's it's, so, so that's, that's a different definition though are you saying that worship is wherever you place your priority well this is one of the definitions i found online whether it's a correct one or not but I, I could understand it in the context of how we used to worship it's say reminding you of you're not the number one top dog in your life right. somebody else but again is, i think which... that's i think that's a rubbish definition so here once again priorities <sighs> um <laughs> Yeah, that's my whole notes. argument base is based I on that. I told you your <laughs> notes were not going to do you any good. Um, oh, so um, here's the here's the thing. Here's why the priority reason is rubbish. We all have priorities, okay? Yep. So and that's what you worship, right? Well, so let's examine that. Uh, we all, we have priorities, and we have lots of priorities. We don't just have one priority. Uh, so my wife's needs at this particular moment, not actually my highest priority. <laughs> my highest priority is doing this podcast. However, my wife can always uh, text me uh, or make some loud, shrieking, uh, terrible, gut-wrenching noise, and that would become my priority. Exactly. When I am working, uh, my work is my priority. Um, my dog is not my priority. Uh, when I'm working, I don't have a dog. I don't know. I don't know him. Um, but, you know, at other times when my dog is not feeling well, uh, or when my dog is feeling particularly lonely, and I'm feeling particularly guilty, then my dog is my priority. Um, so we, we have a number of priorities. Uh, if you have children, you might say your children are your priority and your wife is your priority, but your wife and children are two separate priorities. And you might both, you might value them both more than you uh, throughout your life. So are you worshiping your children? Are you worshiping your wife uh, 
which one are you worshiping? Are you just worshiping everything that's on your priority list? Well, the answer is no. No, that's not the no. case. Um, yeah, but those things aren't priorities when a, when a pressure test comes in. If you're, as you say, your priority now is the blog, but if your wife was to shriek and say, I need to, you to take me to the ER now, you would, you would do it because that, I'm you know. That get on the you're... freaking bus. <laughs> um, you got that no, arc. It's the arch arc of the, of your life is still, you know, putting that person first. That's what marriage might be defined as. And so um, if worship, it, if, if <laughs> a small point of, if a small aspect of worship is, reminding that god is your priority then i can well maybe that's jumping the gun okay, but, but god, i can well, see that hang on but god isn't god is a priority now if you're saying that worship means that god is the priority then maybe we can have something where we can mm, work out some kind of definition the priority is like the pope it's the bishop of bishops it's the thing at the top uh, but you can only have one of those you, and you can have lots of priorities, but you can only have one overarching priority. Um, so Christians would not say that all of your priorities equal things that you worship because they have priorities and they wouldn't say they worship any of them. No Christian have would ever say that. Have you never been in church when they make you feel bad about having your job or money as an idol and that's your what you're worshiping because you're putting more emphasis on that than you, yes, than you should yes but they're be using it in a very derogatory God. term they're using yeah. they're saying that if you make worship I'm, I'm sorry if you make your job the most important thing in your life then that is an idol and you're worshiping it but if you're just because it is a priority in your life that doesn't mm -hmm. mean that you're worshiping it uh, and so that can only go to one thing. There can only be one top priority. And so I think what the Christian would be saying is God has to be your one top overarching priority. Or and, you become it. You become the top priority. So that's or the... You or whatever, whatever else it is you're, that you're making your top priority. But just priorities in the, with a small p, things that are extremely important at any given moment aren't things that we are worshiping and once again christians have things in their lives that they prioritize that aren't god that they're not worshiping mm -hmm. so yeah. yeah i don't i don't i don't allow anyone to get away with the whole oh well you know if if you place this thing um as as a as something greater than yourself than its worship no i don't i don't buy that what christians are doing pure and simple is special pleading and they're saying if it's god then it's worship um because i assure you christians put a priority on their jobs when they're at work they're, yeah, but if they're, it's the only priority in your life it's about it's about how it sits in the hierarchy of your that's right so overall it has, priorities it goes it has up and to down ultimately be god yeah that yeah that's what i mean so it's at the end of the day it's still special pleads to god it's yeah, it's something that can only truly be ascribed to god and and this is the be, thing that should be well but this is this is how this is what christians think and this is what they ought to be made to say yeah um the the other other kind of definitions of well you know it's just describe ascribing worth and things that's bullshit um no what it is is worship is a thing that you do for your god uh that you don't do for anything else and you think that there are reasons to plead special in that way so let's just get on to the the special pleading reasons uh and take care of those without uh any of the bs equivocating um, yeah but you you admit you admit that. You, you admit that they say that's what I mean in church. They make you feel bad about um, a job that's, you know, all consuming and that you're spending all your time on. And you basically worship what you spend time, money and effort on. That's what they say. You look where you you put those things. That's where your priority lies. If it's your family, if it's your kids, etc. And that's why they were saying if it's focused on God, then you're worshiping God because that's the right thing. You're putting the right amount of energy, time, money, effort into the God bit. And if 
you're doing it on family and stuff that's not the right priority which is what worship if you know praise and adoration and songs and all that kind of business is part of the ritual of remembering what that hierarchy is right okay. so, I do, so i do actually think it's important that 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 aspect is 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 part of the definition and part of the ritual. reason for doing it ritual reason is a do- word that i want to pick up and set aside uh for a moment because i want to come back to ritual um in the in the previous shows we haven't talked much about ritual so i'm glad that uh, you brought that up uh but you you mentioned time and money and um effort time talent and treasures was um how we <laughs> talk about it the three t's um it's a preacher thing um yeah so every christian that i have ever known which numbers in the thousands have spent some portion of their time, talent, and treasure on things other than God. Uh, That's normal. Every every one of the well-to-do ones that I know have been to Disneyland or Disney World uh, or MGM Epcot. There is no God there, <laughs> okay? Um, and I don't, um, I don't, I don't envy them. I've never been. I want to go so bad, um, but <laughs> that's that's okay. <clears throat> um, but they don't they don't think that they're doing anything wrong. But they're not by... because it's not their whole life. They're not spending the whole time, right, that whole they... effort. It's just sure. a part of it. You it's don't have to do it all their... the time. It's your overarching. Right, but if then all how, you did how, every weekend was that, then yes, you have a problem. How can if, they dare judge anyone for how they spend their time, talent, and treasure? It it's once again just becomes a way to kind of judge and to special plead. They can judge me for going to Atlantic City and spending almost no money, um, and say, well, you know, you're you just don't have the the kind of priorities that a a, a worshiper would have. But they could go to Disneyland and spend way more money, but their priorities would still be okay, and they would consider themselves uh, a worshiper with their time, talent, and treasure. Who says it's okay? I would say no. If they're just con- constantly indulging themselves in Disneyland, then then the Christian would say your your priority is wrong. You're, Wait, you're looking mean, at constantly? serving yourself. Anyway, I'm just I'm defending the Christian corner again. I was just I have to let my little progressive christian pop up from time to time i'll try and keep him down but um is that yeah, your christian that was... hat yeah <laughs> okay um so look we we're both wearing christian hats but that's fine i i think very little of the christians who would judge someone else's use of their time talent and treasure while they do essentially the same thing with theirs but they would claim that True. they're worshiping and prioritizing god but that other person over there uh is just uh you know in loving the things of this world oh they both get 30 lashes when they get to heaven that's that's not the point it's just they shouldn't be judging anyone it's about looking inwards at yourself and seeing what your priorities are so that's it was just that i was that was the one definition i hadn't heard from the others that i picked up on and thought I can see that um, you could say that that's part of the worship. That's why anything in life is worship. Um, Cause I was relieved to discover that it's not just singing um, because I was atrocious at all of that and the music and all that business. It just used to leave me cold. I was rubbish at worship in that way. I just close my eyes and drift off and be thinking about what I'm going to do that afternoon <laughs> and then try and come back and try and force myself. And I always felt really useless at worship because it was not bad. It was just, I used to just get distracted and couldn't keep the enthusiasm. That's Matthew described it as burdensome. And I would agree. I think it's that fact that you have to keep this never ending enthusiasm for something that you're grateful for, which you can be grateful for something. Okay. Thanks for dying for me or whatever you did. Um, but I can't keep, just raking it up every week and mustering up such gratitude all the time. I just couldn't do it. So I was, I was essentially crap at worship until somebody said it's anything, it's anything you do. It's anything you do. So it's, 
um you know it can be a bike ride so i'll be like oh well that'll count then i'll include all that in the worship everything i do is is to god so the entire yeah, life that seems like a cheat uh that yeah. seems like a cheat um work for me right but it's a cheat because honestly it didn't, it didn't work for me you can just do anything you want to do. I think I'll go to the donut shop today. I think I'll. Uh, if go you do it mindfully today. with God in mind, that's what you're I doing mean, at worship. You know, yes. I'll, I'll go skiing today. I'll go to a concert today, uh, but but I'll do it worshipfully. <laughs> I've skied a piece worshipfully. I have. I have skied a piece worshipfully yeah, when so, I thought I'd do, I'll do it to give thanks to God. And do it so to my best of my ability to put. Yeah, it's sad, isn't it? Let's just, I am enjoying let's move on. this to the best of my ability. <laughs> yeah. Before God. <laughs> I'm, I'm just lapping Thank up you, that powder. Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this. Um, for the powder. For this delicious steak. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. $200. Thank you so much, Lord. <laughs> will worship well, it's by. gratitude. <laughs> it's a way of being. It's an expression of gratitude. So that's what I figured it was which maybe some of the other two didn't i'm sorry is um, it just me or are you um moving up and down wobbling oh it's very slightly moving my ipad yeah okay because you were okay. you were kind of doing this there getting excited okay yeah, yeah. Okay. um and then my other point that i thought it wasn't was the benefits of worship well, no, stop well, stop no I okay yeah you you, too far too far i I gotta, I gotta deal with this just a little bit more before we go because it's interesting. Uh, I want to see if we can quantify this idea of worship as as you're defining it. So, uh, going going to this time talent treasure uh, model, this idea, uh, how much say um, money because that's easily quantifiable. Uh, how much of one's money does one need to give? to god specifically to be worshipful um, minimum 10 percent. we all know that one minimum 10 percent. and <laughs> whether you well yeah it's a tithing amount and mm -hmm. there was some debate in our church whether that was pre-tax or after tax and the mugs really the mucking people paid before tax and those are a bit more savvy paid after tax so um yeah but you see, if you're if you're harboring this, if you're quibbling over that, you've got a bad heart and therefore probably aren't putting God first. And again, you need a, a couple of lashings in heaven. So okay. what, um, what about time? Is, is there is there like um three hours specific... on a Sunday is more than enough. That's Nobody needs any more than that. That is enough. That's where I drew the line. That was full on worship. That was prostrate. <laughs> totally going for it 100 percent. three hours on a sunday when sometimes you know there's some sundays that were sunny and in britain that is so rare that you are literally giving up life itself when you go to church on a sunday so nah i've, I've done my, i've worshipped that's that's i couldn't sing i used to mouth it because I, I didn't it was said it was a blessing to the god to the lord but i really didn't actually put myself in that category i figured my singing was so bad that there is no way on earth that it was a blessing to anybody. Tell me, is it actually singing praise to the Lord if you're just lip syncing? I want to know. <laughs> yeah, but my little inner me was really, was really praising. And, you know, no, it's it was bad. Singing, singing is not something that you do in your inner self. I'm sorry. Singing is a thing that you do by moving air. It's all right um, if you've got the voice of an angel like you have, but some of us aren't blessed in that way. We are tone deaf. And, Christians, I, I just um, want to see it in the comments. Does does lip syncing count? <laughs> it does. It does. I'm sorry. This because is... I was told the Holy Spirit interprets it into a nice sound. So no, it, it, all it gets, interprets it... your groanings. <laughs> or uh, well, but they were pretty much along those lines. So it was making it transforming it it's like an organ it goes through and it just comes out and it sounds beautiful and it blesses the lord that's what i was told i don't know how my singing ever blessed anyone but you actually have to get the singing out of your body for it to be singing uh, <laughs> i told you i was rubbish at the, i was rubbish at the uh, worship business i just I okay okay i'm sorry ski you... worship that's what i did nothing else 
Um, this is this is not going to go well for you in the comments, Sarah. <laughs> so, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm being very, I'm being very, uh, very good to the worship side of things. I'm, um, yeah. Um, and well, I've got some other things up my sleeve. So I'll let you draw them out. Yeah, yeah, yes. I, uh, I do want to get back to ritual. Um, so you and I, uh, I think we had you know, a lot of the same type of understanding of, of worship rituals, what, what they were, what they meant. Um, although it, it sounds like you um, found a way to get out of some of them. <laughs> That's, um, but, you, but you still understood them. Um, do you have any rituals that are like worship rituals that don't have anything to do with a god well you could call mindfulness or meditation a little bit like that i do that from time to time not not sort of anthony 66 level but um or tara or anything like that but i do a little bit from time to time and it's quite nice and it's just yeah it's it's stilling yourself thinking about thinking about things recentering yourself and i can see that worship could play that part um the other thing yes i was you've drawn it out of me it also means it's also a way of building community so i thought oh yeah you can't really deny that that is quite useful for people it didn't work on me because i couldn't sing and just was pretentious mouthing it and hoping nobody noticed so it wasn't really community and unity building but it could be for certain people all singing the same you know football songs where they're all chanting the same team stuff soccer for us for you well, guys so, but, is, um, so is ritual cannibalization uh i'm not sure that i would think of it as a good thing i will go in there certainly build okay. build community um, <laughs> no you're eating <laughs> you're literally eating the community at this point no no you're not building anything you're eating it yeah well um, you know a family that dines together i don't know um so <laughs> stays together <laughs> uh it's um it seems to me that the lord's supper is a type of um I mean, I, I think of it as a type of ritual cannibalism, but uh, someone else can think of it as something else. It's it's still a ritual, though, and uh, toward the end of my walk, uh, probably for the last year of, uh, of my being in church, I stopped taking the Lord's Supper. Uh, in fact, it may have been two years. I, I stopped taking it. I just couldn't take it anymore. It's overselling it as supper, isn't it? It's barely a snack. I mean, it's not really. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Slightly reverent. Um, yeah, Lord's Supper, it's not. It's not, it's not you, like a real body. <laughs> no. It's not It's not a supper. It's not even a, a, a snackette. It's, um, well, but, you know, it's it's Jesus. You're, uh, you're eating Jesus. And, mm. um that doesn't strike you as weird, does it, when you're there at the time? <laughs> it, it, it started to strike me as weird. So, um, yeah, it's a ritual, though. Um, are, did, did you uh, eat Jesus when you were a Christian? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we did. But it was, a, I did, we didn't, we're not like the Catholics where we think we're ingesting it. And then I'm surprised to find out that the well, DNA What did you think you inside. were doing? We, I Just mean, there would be a person who came up in front and said, this is the body and blood of Jesus. What did you think they were saying? They were, it's a symbol. It's a symbol. <laughs> So you were just, yeah, yeah. I mean, looking back, I never felt very comfortable with any of it, really. Um, <laughs> at least of all the worship, the whole worship thing, I, I didn't like the way the, yeah, all of that. There's kind of if, moving if the music, music up. If graham cracker and a, to a, to a uh, maybe a club that you were in and said, this is the body of Martin Luther King, um, we shall all eat of it. Wouldn't, wouldn't that bother you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, it I mean, would. What did you What yeah. did you think you were doing when they were passing around Jesus? When they were passing around the cup and saying, "This is the blood of Jesus," and you're drinking it, thinking, "Man, I wish it was a bigger cup." What <laughs> What did you think was happening? In France, they give it to you from the same cup 
before Corona yeah. days. They and you ha- and there's all these biddies having it and all their little mustaches dripping stuff in it. And you're, I was like, <laughs> yeah, you know, just like thinking, I really, it's good for me. I need to drink this, but you know, I didn't want to because it was grim. Um, yeah, no, I guess I just thought of it as symbolism and the death and. You just, it's a good way to remind yourself you're a piece of shit. That's, that's what it's about. You are a piece of crap that needs to repent and thank the Lord for dying for you because um, that's what it's about. And so it's just reminding you over and over again, lest you forget, because let's be honest, just singing songs doesn't quite get you there. I used to just think, oh, you're so good. You know, it'll be all these songs. You're so great. You're so this, you're so that, you're so Again, I couldn't muster the enthusiasm every week. It was it was all right, but I could say thanks, but I didn't want to have to keep groveling about it. So, did you ever <sighs> ask yourself what part of Jesus' body this was you were eating this week? Maybe no. a toenail? <laughs> Maybe yeah. Uh... No. No, you, no. you never, never had that thought. Okay, no. well, Maybe uh, as the body of Christ, I thought, what? Because you're eating the body of Christ and you're also the body of Christ. I mean, it's all very confusing. So um, but I used to think I was an armpit. <laughs> yeah, it's, and marrying yourself also. Well, oh, God, I don't know what's going on. But um, yeah, the only way I could sort of get into worship was if I thought about the cosmos and thought it's really big and it's really vast and if I was faced with Jupiter, I would cack my pants. And therefore that's how I used to access worshiping God and that would be it. Um, and black holes and things. But the rest of it, when I didn't dare think too much about how great God was and how worthy he was, because I always used to think, if you say too much thank you, he'll take it away from you. So the next thing you'd know, you thank God for your health, you'll be ill. Um, if you thank God too much for your husband, he'll kill him. So it was, I was always a bit worried about that because, because you don't want to be too thankful for things because that means you're, you're hanging on to them. So you have a lot of performance anxiety around worship. It's, there's always, it's always you're not doing it right. You're not doing enough of it. You're not doing it the right way. It's supposed to make you commune with God. It's supposed to be transformative. That's one thing I read. You, by worshipping, you transform. Nah, nothing happened um you're supposed to like god meets you there nah unless you get unless you get dragged in with the music if you're very suggestible a la Darren brown you probably would get a bit emotional about the music um and yeah and then you know people would burst into tongues and things i used to just find the whole thing cringeable and horrible and i didn't I'm, like it even then I'm sorry. so i'm you've i'm undone now you have uh, you have undone me <laughs> Uh, this this what Chinese beer does. So back when you were just a few minutes ago, when you were describing your um, Jupiter, your uh, feelings during um, during some of these rituals, and it, it I'm sorry, I, I got the image of like, well, you know, we're the brides of Christ. And so while Christ is having a go at us, we're just like, okay, is it over yet? Is it, is it, you done? You done yet? Okay. I'll just, I'll just think about something else. That's, nice. this is what, this is what you put in my head now. Um, That's satanic. Dale will tell you that. I don't want to be Christ's bride, but um, look, you're the one um, who found other things to do with your mind. Well, uh, oh, yeah. we're noshing on the body of Christ uh, while while you're eating Jesus <laughs> and uh, singing how great he tastes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, I'm happy to give a deity some some due. You know, you're happy to say thanks for thanks for the life thing, thanks for the planet. Could have done a bit better, but thanks anyway. Um, mm-hmm. On one of the Christian sites, this made me laugh. They said, "He, you need to you need to worship." because he tells you so he could have asked you for something worse i was like <laughs> okay then he could have yeah that's true he could have it could be much much worse if that's all he's asked you to do that's really not that bad you really shouldn't be complaining and i was like well when it comes to singing it's not it's really not good you don't want to it's bad enough i don't need to be doing that for anybody it was just boring worship was really really boring and it's not the one. It's the one thing I couldn't wait to stop doing because 
which is probably why I'm, you know, where I'm at. But um, Jesus it, only it, visits uh, your chamber once a week. Uh, he didn't even do that. So it, I just really tried. I tried to get in the zone. Everybody would be closing their hands, doing all this business and closing their eyes. And, and I'd be like, what are you thinking about? Are you thinking about Jupiter as well? Because I don't, I don't, I can't get there. And I, I figured at the end, they're all just a bit emotional and that I was a bit more too sensible for that stuff. So, um, so yeah, I just stuck to ski worship. Um, I'm sorry. I've got to go through a, another tissue now. <laughs> at least it was a, you needed a good laugh i did as well i've lost a, a massive commission today so we, we need to laugh and drink this did not happen with my other guests uh. i keep telling them on the boards i'm i'm just mostly taking the mickey out of stuff and having and not taking it too seriously nobody thinks everybody thinks i take it more seriously than i am okay. let's it. let's just try to get back on I'm mostly track, thinking okay. about jupiter no we can't we gotta <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. So sure. <laughs> um, let me just ask you the question so that it can be asked. Would um, I worship? If, if <clears throat> a God of uh, any description um, became extremely real to you, not just hypothetical, um, and if that God uh, that you now know is real and you think is a fairly decent person after looking into him, if that God asked you to worship her, would you do it? I've been thinking about this. So, yeah, if you're, you're talking about a non because we all did do that worshiping thing, even if it wasn't that good that I did it. I didn't do it very well um, and had to worship. I'm not sure you did it. I'm, I'm, no, I'm not sure performance. it <laughs> Your mind can't be on Jupiter and you can't lip sync how great thou art. You've actually got to say it. <laughs> so. I did in my heart. Um, so yeah, if, if it was, if, if, this god was like really good and cool I, i'd give them a high five that's wait, wait i can't i can't keep that's... it up all day long but i would go cheers for that i'm happy to <laughs> to acknowledge you as something super big super better than me would, would, you, on... would you do it even if they asked you to do it well i'd say do you think you should compel me to do it if i don't think i can be compelled to do it i think it arises naturally so I don't really know. If I was overwhelmed with amazingness, for example, if I met Matthew Fox off Lost, I would be uh, amazed at him and I would probably bow down and worship. I wouldn't be able to help myself. So this could be the same with a God if he's as good as Matthew Fox. But, um, yeah, I'd, uh, it, it wouldn't be compelled. If somebody's forcing you to know, that defeats the point. Well there's um, a difference between forcing and asking so you know maybe they're like uh you know you're gonna come you're gonna come to the good place um however if you worship me you'll get a better room and if you don't oh yeah oh i would sell uh, all of you lot under the bus any of that stuff save my bacon all that i would do the worshiping whatever it takes to you know get the, the get to get the good room that's fine yeah no morals no scruples no integrity no no but yeah for true worship i don't think it would come it, you can't compel that that would just be uh something you do naturally um it would okay. just arise because well you... this is the thing why did we have to do it why did we have to i never got it i never understood why you get this is where the christian crazy comes out because he's worthy and because you're made to do it and you're like um you know it's okay he's worthy yeah i get it i get it he's you know all, all great all powerful i don't really see it i can't really experience it i can't really feel it i don't see it in my life i'm not seeing transformation i'm not seeing amazing things happen so i can be you know i'm thankful for things going all right at the moment but you know um but beyond that i yeah i've lost my train of thought there um it's, it's I didn't. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know why why we had to do it, why, and why we had to do it incessantly. Um, it's like, what does he need it? Does he 
But then it's, this is where the Christian goes, it's good for you. It's good for you. It's like broccoli and exercise. You have to do it. Did you ever feel um, because, like worship was benefiting you, that it was good for you? No, I took it like bad medicine, always, always. I never really got into it. It yeah, wasn't okay. something like, I enjoyed. Is it, is it over yet, Jesus? Are we done? Yes, okay. yes. Is it finished? <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. That's that's how I did it, but I did it because it, I thought said, it was good uh, for finally, me. Finally, it is finished. Um, it is so finished. This... It's three hours into a Sunday, and you have missed the only summer, the summer of England, which was that Sunday, and that was it. And so... Yeah, I was, I never so got the what, point. What I never got think? the point or why it was good for me, but apparently it was. So I would do it like I did through gritted teeth. And what is the hope maximum that... amount of worship you could do for a God that you thought was worthy <laughs> and who didn't ask for it? So, you know, could you do a thing for 10 minutes a week uh, voluntarily? what thing it depends i mean if they've saved your life you can probably muster up 10 minutes of gratitude yeah has anyone ever saved your life i don't think so not yet okay uh not it's happened to me twice i've never sent a thank you card am i a bad person? just an ungrateful satan inspired wretch i mean, <laughs> I mean i've got no sympathy for you that. freaking job what what are well, they supposed to do <laughs> um, i mean they're making 500 thousand dollars a year or whatever it is so yeah they, they get their rewards so that's okay but if somebody came and gave you their kidney or because you do that in the states remember you keep giving each other no, kidneys no, so um sorry yeah but the, we, the we way we give each other our kidneys of... is we die in a motorcycle accident and then uh our kidney is in good shape and <laughs> that's how we do it no one's volunteering we... to do it I can't sustain that level. I'm quite monotone or whatever. I just, I can't necessarily be that exuberant all the time. So you think um, even on a powder day and done kind of thing, uh, just, yeah. I, I, I thank you. I'm going to throw you a big celebration one day and then I should have an eternity of worship points from that point. Or you think that's fair? That would be fair. That would be absolutely. I'm, I'm in for that. Yeah, that, that's that's good. A real thank you, real heartfelt thank you. Box of quality streets to say a firm handshake. <laughs> that's it. High five and and then you're done. And then you know you've said your bit. You don't need to keep coming back on it. It's you're just stuck in Groundhog Day, thanking God for the same thing. Thank you for my health. Thank you for my family. Thank you for that. I mean, it's nice to think again that ritual thing of thinking about people and things is not a bad it's not a bad thing um it might have a purpose but i'm just not that way made and they keep telling you we are made for this and we're definitely not because that's what used to terrify me about heaven that there'd be never-ending lip syncing to be done there's just just no <laughs> oh dear I just figured by then i'd be given the good you know the holy vocal cords that sounded good and i'd be belting some out but not yeah. Yeah. the never-ending lip-syncing all right yeah. uh sarah i i think we're almost done here you you're <laughs> let you me are, see my notes i will tell you you are well, not you're not good. cooperating at all <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is not working out well well uh, we could maybe explore why we think it's a blessing to god this is what i was told that our worship okay. was a blessing to god i don't know why he would be at all in any way bothered by but, but a few little lambs before you get to God, I still want to explore it just a little bit more for the sake of the Christians, why it's a blessing to us. Because the, the Christian argument here, and you know you've heard it, is that worshiping God is doing us a favor. Uh, yeah. God doesn't yeah. need it. We're the Good ones who need it. Uh, you know, if we don't have God to worship, um, then, you know, we, uh, I don't know exactly what's supposed to happen. Our brains would explode something. Um, you know people who have been very euphoric in worship. I know that you've been to the kinds of services where people have been very euphoric, almost orgasmic. Um, and um, so they would say, oh, yes, it was very good for me. Um, oh, that Jesus. Um, <clears throat> he knows how to finish. So uh, they would they would think that it's good for them. So just speaking generically, can you think of some ways where worship 
even if there is no God, where worship would be good for humans? Yeah, as I say, this is this was my argument all along. I think if it if it helps you to take the focus off yourself and think about something as a high as a higher power, even even just thinking that that you might not be the center of the universe, that might serve a a useful purpose to people and also for building community, that sense of unity and oneness and stuff for groups, you know, that might that might have a purpose. And apparently we have it in our DNA to do it, though I'm not convinced about that. But um so yeah i think it can uh, some sort of worship ritual could could potentially have a benefit i don't think you have to throw it all out with the bathwater, but um it's just the idea that this god needs it but then he doesn't need it but then it's good for you but then it doesn't really do anything for you but then it's um it's actually it's supposed to be transformative but it isn't and it's i, I don't know i just never kind of got the idea of what what it was all about really and, and as I say, the crazy comes out. It's like, well, every knee will bow in the end. So, you know, you may as well do it now, really, because otherwise you're doing it with a gun to your head later on. So do it willingly and do it well. And but it's just you don't really when you're not getting any benefit from it, when it is a complete and utter waste of time, you do have to wonder why, why, why you're being asked to do it. So do you think or you're that doing some it people, wrong? Do you think that some people are just made in such a way where worship doesn't benefit them maybe it benefits some people but not everybody some people definitely seem to get something from it but now i think it's all the psychosomatic stuff it's all the kind of unity singing the, the melody bringing you up into a bit of a frenzy and back down again and all that stuff that that's kind of thing i was quite good at saying stop i'm going to just have a communion with god but cerebrally and not without being emotionally manipulated and consequently none of it worked but um yeah i think some people seem to seem to be liking it. there's a lot of people who like to who like to be reminded of their brokenness and in their brokenness and worship of god in that state they meet with him i don't know what they mean i don't know what it is in, that in my weakness he is strong yeah um and they love the idea of a strong God who is leeching off of their weakness somehow. Um, yeah. So go ahead and tell me uh, your thoughts on why God wants this. But first, I don't know. To tell me what you thought when you were a Christian. Um, so uh, as, as Brian might say, uh, try to reverse engineer your psyche. <clears throat> and... Um, when you were a Christian and when you were worshiping, you probably had some idea that this is what God wanted. What did you think God was getting out of it? It wasn't asked a question. It was because he is worthy and because it is good for us to worship. That was literally those two things. It's because you have to do it because he's worthy. But I used to be like, yeah, but really he needs this or hasn't he had enough of it? Um, and because it's good for us, because it puts us in, in, it helps us realign our priorities and it transforms our heart with the Holy Spirit. And I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's yeah. why it never worked with me. None of, none of so that really answers what God gets out of it, though. Well, instance, I don't know what, this is my question. I don't know. Why does he need be, to be blessed? By, what does to bless a God mean? I don't, this, it was a blessing to him to hear our praise, especially of those who are broken and in difficult times and not thanking him for health and wealth, but even in their struggles. So that really pleased him. I don't know why he needs that or why, how that helps him. Or it, I can see it sort of helps us to remind us that we're still pieces of dirt and that he's in charge or those kind of notions. But I don't know why, why he needs this praise. So have you ever considered um, God's, physical posture and demeanor during um, worship. Um, perhaps you've been to this kind of event. You, uh, there's an event where a person is being honored. Um, in, in churches that I've been to, there's always been something called a preacher appreciation day. Um, huh? A what? A, a preacher a, appreciation day? Yeah. Ah bah c'est bien américain ça, hein? oh purée. <laughs> That's what I said too. Um, exactly. 
<laughs> I said that it's a very American thing to do. It's like, uh, what? Yes. Nobody appreciates the preachers. They're servants of the Lord. Yeah, no, we have preacher appreciation days, um, especially in the black church tradition. Uh, white churches do it too, don't hear me wrong, but especially uh, in the black church tradition. And so you'll have the preacher, you know, sitting up front and you'll have uh, different people, um, you know, coming and saying nice things about the preacher and there's a ceremony. It's kind of like a funeral, except for a person who's alive. It's an honor. It's an honors uh, okay. ceremony. And I, I always found it interesting to watch the person being honored uh, to, to see how they were taking it all in. How often do you do this? Once a year? How much preacher yeah. appreciation does one have it, to do? Every year at least. Um, oh dear lord. Yeah, All the churches or just just your weird your weird one? Um, no, this is this is fairly common. <laughs> Episcopalians? I mean the, the um, level is Episcopalians. Yeah, I mean they're they're hardly Christians. Um yeah, in 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 the US it's it's fairly common. Appreciate but... it's just a, it's gotta be a Hallmark card event <laughs> that's you know, it's, a money making capitalist, you're all Oh, no, we've not got anything like that. Cringy. That's insane. I can tell you that. It's very cringy. But if, if you think about it, God is in heaven having a perpetual uh, Preacher's Appreciation Day. <laughs> um, what is he doing during that time? Is he like on a throne paying very close attention whenever you stop to give him some praise? Is he like You know, taking it in like this. I mean, is what is what exactly is he doing um, while all this praise is coming? Is he tuning it out and doing other things? Uh, is he giving every individual his undivided attention, which just seems nonsensical to me? What what could God possibly be doing with this? Now, I can imagine God as being some kind of energy beast who feeds parasitically off of praise energy. Okay. That I, that I could see. That would make sense to me. But just a being, just a dude in a robe on a chair, listening to 24-7 of praise, that should get pretty tedious for him too. <laughs> I guess he just liked to see that our heart was, that we praised him even though he wasn't giving us good things because that means we really love him. So that's what I just guessed. He was just like, oh, this is great. Like a kid trying really hard at something. He's like, and a proud, being a proud parent, you're like, yeah, that's, that makes me pleased. That's how I saw it, I guess. I didn't really so think about like, that. I'm going was... to abuse this one a little bit more. I'm going to take away some of their good things and then see if they'll still praise me. That's the good praise right there. That's the real good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But he's, when they he's can't a, think of Jupiter because they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, d I don't know. I don't know why he needed it. I found it. I thought that's we've got the God of the universe and the best we can do is make some songs up. I would ask him questions that, you know, would have I could have got back to Stephen Hawkins about that kind of thing. I wasn't going to waste it singing or lip syncing songs. Um, I didn't see the point. I don't know why he needs it. I don't know why we have to never endingly do so. But people say it's good for you it's it's the right thing to do so you think that that's true and you don't question it at the time let me let me ask you one last question and um and then i will let you rifle through your notes your oh, I think pages of notes and uh pick out two or three of the really important things from your notes and uh and you can go over there because i'm curious to to know what you've written down that we haven't talked about yet. But I do want to ask one more question. Uh, so <clears throat> let's just set worship aside because I think we've established that you're not going to worship correctly. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> your worship will count against you, not for you. So let's take worship off the table for the moment. Um, you have encountered uh, the God of the Bible 
and, and let's say, um, just for the sake of calling out an old friend, Joyce uh, from the Unbelievable Awards, uh, Joyce Bergen, it's her God, her vision of God. You remember oh, yeah. Joyce, right? Um, love Joyce. Uh, the question is not, would you worship him? The question is, uh, he has dropped by uh, your house uh, to make himself known to you. And you believe, you have the properly basic belief that it is in fact this God. What do you do when you face the living creator of the universe? Cack my pants, in which case I would call that worship. <laughs> Cacking your pants is legitimate worship because that's the fear of the Lord, which is the root of all understanding, the We're start done. of love, something are, like that. Anyway, I would. Sometimes. it would be definitely, there would definitely be some pant cacking, which, which would mean that I was being deference to the person. So that's some sort of worship. But whether I'd like the person, that's different. I mean, if somebody's got power, you... You, you fall in line, but whether you worship, which is adoration, no, I don't think I could do that because would you, not... would you ask him a question? Would you, yes, <laughs> okay, what would you ask him? Just how big is Jupiter? But I could probably find that out myself, so I would <laughs> maybe not waste that no, question. I'm, I'm done. Why I'm he done. needs the worship, why he needs this the worship. Is, this interview is over. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Two Chinese beers, what do you expect? <laughs> This isn't beer, though, this time. This no, is uh, good all. old French herbals. It honestly, doesn't matter at this point. Uh, we have no more audience. <laughs> They've gone. Well, don't invite a cowboy to a pirate fight. That's what I can say. <laughs> so, uh, look, I... Um, You're overtired. I'm just going to give you one, one, one more chance to have the last word that i will not interrupt is, is there something on your mind something you'd like to share um about anything before we go about anything yeah no if i'd if i'd got into drumming earlier then maybe i would have got with a worship thing i started drumming a couple of weeks ago and it's quite good fun um and i can see that music could move people it didn't do it for me at the time but um it's kind of it's kind of good so i don't know i think it's maybe an ancient thing that we're we're left with the vestiges of some sort of need to look at something bigger than ourselves i think it can actually have a certain purpose for for that um it can act as a functional focus off ourselves to something bigger than ourselves not to to see the self as as the only thing in the world getting your priorities right it's i guess it can build community if you have a narrative of which you praise and thank god around maybe it can serve a function um i'm not very good at it and never was and uh and the yeah the enthusiasm you have to maintain is, is too much man certainly not without a glucose monitor Ladies and gentlemen, Sarah of the Alps. <laughs> um, <clears throat> tomorrow, tomorrow, uh, this is Friday evening, Saturday morning, uh, Saturday late morning, we will do uh, a show. It will be me, uh, it will be Darren. Um, David Russell has not gotten back to me, uh, so I still don't know who he'll bring, be bringing with him. But it will be at least David Russell, provided that he does not have uh, an emergency uh, work event because he has the kind of work that's on call. Uh, but there will be a finale. Um, any of the others who would like to join in will also show up. Uh, Sarah of the Alps, <laughs> do you plan to show up to be grilled by a Christian? I could do. All right. Maybe. Yeah. Tomorrow at, uh, yeah. Yes. 2 PM EST time. I'll see. I'll try and jump on. Actually it's at 11 EST. Okay. I'll see how it goes. I'll try and make it. Okay. We'll, we'll just, we'll see how it and goes. And be sensible and give really good in depth answers in an Oxford style debate. So Dale isn't disappointed. No, no, don't just don't. <laughs> 
by all means, bring more notes. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> I'm see. done. My notes didn't serve as well. Yeah. <laughs> Skeptics and Seekers is not a notes kind of show. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. So, um, yeah, we'll be we'll be there. Uh, Brian with a Y might come back. I suspect uh, Andrew has been traveling, and so I'm not sure uh, if he will be there. I believe that Matthew uh, will be there for a while. And so uh, we have all given some very interesting statements, and we will be under the microscope as the Christians throw our words back at us um so it'll be down to david russell to tell us what the point is and what good it is for us i hope he can shed some light i think david russell might bring a friend if uh if he can make one between today yeah. and tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> so uh i hope that he can bring uh david uh paulman with him that would be great um but um yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, it'll be an interesting show. Uh, probably won't know exactly what happens until we get uh, until we get there. But that will be the finale, and uh, we'll we'll have a give the Christians an opportunity to uh, interrogate and investigate our answers and motives, and um, see if we are even worthy for God to show up um, to uh, to see us. I mean, I'm sure that uh, right now his position is well. You know, what's the point? Uh, why? Why should God even bother? Uh, since since you wouldn't worship Him anyway. Well, He could talk to our older selves. Why? Why? Why I couldn't get you know much from it before. Don't expect yeah. anything from it, but expect transformation. But it doesn't do anything for God, but He definitely wants it. It's really confusing. I I hope that Dale shows up tomorrow. I'll see the bottom. <laughs> I've I've invoked Dale two or three times this thing. Dale must come. <laughs> so I'm gonna see what I can do behind the scenes. Anyway, um that's that's the show for uh right now. Thank you, Sarah, and uh hopefully we'll see you tomorrow. That'd be good. Oh god. I don't <laughs> I think I missed a